In case you missed it, here's the podcast of highlights from the Q102 Morning Show with Jim and Laura. We've got our first few movie walkouts coming in. Usually we like to celebrate movies on Movie Monday with McMillan's, but (laughs) I went to see Cocaine Bear. Now, mind you, I was with my wife initially seeing the graphic for the movie. It is based on real events extremely loosely yes there really Mm, was a plane they dumped cocaine and a bear ate it and that's where the similarity stops (laughs) okay so don't expect more documentary footage is would you describe that as more sharknado yeah than legit Uh, thriller yes okay in its ridiculousness, just it was so stupid, and the comedy was so eye rolly. And yet, at the same time, there's limbs, there's guts being pulled out by the bear. It's like a slasher comedy, which is mm-hmm. great if you're kind of a, a rough 12 year old. What's a a rough 12 year old? I mean, maybe that's up your alley, but I turned to my so wife. So, did you end up walking out? I said, hey, because she was squirming. But she was the one who said, oh, I kind of want to see that. She thought it was going to be the real story, right? Right, right. I saw the trailer. I said, really? You want this one? Okay. Are you sure, honey? Are you sure? We'll go. We'll have fun. Yeah. I said, about 45 minutes in, I said, you want to cut our losses and cut out? She's like, well, how much is left? I said, an hour. An hour. Oh, but then we stuck it out. But. And then in the end, you were so glad that you stayed, right? No. Oh, and then they try to do, you know, some after the credits roll scenes to get you to hang around a little longer. They were just dumb. They didn't like it wasn't even funny. So, I mean, if you loved it, that's great. Call up and let me know how much you loved it and why. Tracy said she walked out on a league of their own. Oh, really? But loves it now. That's interesting. Oh, maybe she, maybe it was just a little too boring if she was way younger. Yeah, do you think that could be? I mean, it's more of an adult movie, sure, right? Sure. Cheryl said, "Father Stew," and I, I don't think I know that one. I had to look that up. That was a Mark Wahlberg vehicle where he he played a a priest. I guess I didn't see it. Oh. Uh, she said about that one, "I did not like his character," and you know. A lot of the ladies usually like Mark Wahlberg, don't they? I, I mean, mean, yeah, what's well, not like, to like, right? Yeah. My wife uh, commented, aside from Cocaine Bear, she walked out on the end of Mother with Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, that was a weirdo movie. Yeah. It started it was, out kind of cool, kind of interesting. I thought so, too. And then it just got well, off yeah. the deep end. It's like, you know what? We did a test on this, and people were squirming and getting bored. So let's just amp it up and just throw in a bunch of weird, bizarre... She said, uh, at the end, when they started passing the baby around, that's when she said, I'm yeah, out. Like, nope, I'm done. That's okay, it. Thanks. So this could be, perhaps, a warning or an argument today. If There are movies you love that people walk out on. We just want to hear about them at facebook.com slash yourmorningshow. Tim and Laura on the Q102 Morning Show. We'll tap tomorrow night at Target Center, scheduled for 7 o'clock. You're uh, quite a movie goer, movie guy. Yeah. Ever walk out on one that was so bad? Yes, I have. Can you remember what it was? I walked out on uh, Lou Ferrigno's Hercules. <laughs> That's the worst <laughs> movie ever made. Uh, okay. You know, if, if you're looking for something to just roll your eyes at and occasionally laugh because it's so terrible. <laughs> 
Hercules starring Lou Ferrigno. Okay. That goes back a ways. It does way back. Out. That's like the 80s. We walked out on Blade Runner 2049, and I know oh. a, lot, a lot of people love I mean, a huge cast. Yeah, yeah. Jared Leto. Yeah. Ryan Gosling, Harrison Ford, Robin Wright. I guess just boring or what? Just dreadfully slow yeah. and long. Yeah. I, then I didn't really remember the first Blade Runner. I thought I did. Yeah. I guess you need to sort watch of it again. I haven't seen either. I, yeah. I don't think I'll dedicate another three and a half hours of my time to catch up on Blade. Was Runner. that how long the latest Blade Runner, Runner was? About three twenty, I think. Yeah. When we walked out, there was still an hour and twenty left. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> We also had uh, mentioned here the Blair Witch Project 2. I didn't see that. I did see that, and I concur. That, oh, yeah? was, that was wretched. You liked the one? The I liked the one? first one, yeah. but the, the second one, one was yeah, dumb. The first one, yeah, was decent. Yeah. I don't remember the second one. I don't know if I... Yeah, that's, there's it. a reason. Not, not yeah. very memorable. Mm-hmm. Tim Burns and Laura McKenna, the Q102 Morning Show. So you're not showering with fruit, you say? Well, I've heard that some people will hang, say, a bundle of eucalyptus or a bundle of oh, lavender for, in their shower so that calming. when the steam comes up and hits it, it yeah. oh, refreshing and sensory calms you, you know, all that. But I don't, I don't do that oh, either. Funny you mentioned sensory because that is mentioned in this article. It, it started, guess where, on TikTok. Oh, boy. People eating oranges in the shower, supposedly. Oh, so you're not just hanging them in there. No, you're, you're eating, you're eating them. them. For one thing, they say, well, it's less of a mess if you've got oranges juicing all over the place. Just wash it right on down. Okay. Peeling them is so messy. Got to do it in the shower. <laughs> the number two reason is you get an enhanced sensory experience. Oh. Here's my question. Do other people have a lot more time in the shower to be doing all this? Because if I'm taking a shower, yeah. I have to get a move on. Like yeah. things are things are needing to happen. I need to be places or I wouldn't be in the shower to begin with. I'd be taking a leisurely bath, ah. maybe eating oranges in the bathtub. Well, but yeah, how much time are we spending doing all this in the shower? Perhaps the bath would work too, although then you are bathing with the orange juice, just not washing it down. Mm-hmm. The The heat from the shower enhances the smell and the taste of the oranges. So they say it makes it like a fancy hotel or spa right there in your bathroom. Okay, have you tried this? I've not. I just uh, came upon it this morning. But I'd like to head right home and and try it. And get in the shower with an orange. Also, I'm trying to think. I have packets of hair things, like a deep conditioner. It comes in a little packet. You have to tear it off. If I don't do that before I get in the shower, my hands get too wet. And things start to, you can't rip where you should. And so I'm also imagining as you're trying to peel and do things with the orange, (laughs) does that not slip out and... Now it's on the shower floor. You're not going to eat it then, are you? Well, don't you have one of those home party orange peeler things and you get up under the skin? And I feel like this is a disaster waiting to happen. Well, and then finally, of course, citrus fruits do have their health benefits, largely their source of vitamin C. 10 to 12 percent of adults do not get enough daily fruits and vegetables. I don't know. Oh, that yeah. I'm not saying don't eat an orange. Sure. I'm just saying, could you do it in the kitchen and then go take your shower? Yeah. Uh, my oranges... And my shower are a whole floor apart, unless I put a mini fridge in the bathroom. All of a sudden, your Wait. wife comes home, you're doing reconstruction on the bathroom. <laughs> Why? Well, it's hard we need to eat oranges while we're taking showers. Extra bonus here. <laughs> I'm going to have beer while I sit in the shower. <laughs> 
Tim and Laura on the Q102 Morning Show. Have you ever seen the Alamo down in San Antonio? I have not. In fact, a friend of mine just came back from San Antonio. Really? Is that where the something walk? River the river walk. walk yes. Yeah. She liked that a lot. Oh, yeah. Said it was very pretty. She would go back. That's lovely. She didn't mention if she went to the Alamo. I don't uh, know that she would have done that. A lot of people, and when you see these vacation things that say famous tourist attractions that end up being kind of ho-hum, everybody's like, that's it? That's the Alamo? It's a little sort of adobe church-like. It's little, especially in the city of San Antonio. It's just this little place. That's it. But it has a lot of history. In fact, today, March 6th, 1836 is when uh, Santa Ana, the Mexican general, and his army captured the Alamo after a 13-day battle. Which, this is a dumb question. Would she have known, or does it kind of blend into the buildings around it? <sighs> if she walked past, would she have uh, thought, oh, I think oh, there's so. the Alamo? Well, sure, because there's okay. signs, signs talking okay. about it, and there's probably people taking pictures. I think you would know, yeah. We are okay. supposed to remember the Alamo. So okay. now you know. I'll have to remember to ask her if she remembered to see it when she was down there. <laughs> right. You know, oddly, a lot of people say that about the Corn Palace and Mitchell. They're like, well, this is, it's a basketball is stadium. It? What? <laughs> <laughs> Which is true. Well, I mean, hey. <laughs> they decorated in corn. Come on, corn. Tim Burns and Laura McKenna, the Q102 Morning Show. Taylor Swift on Q102. You say her cat got up a Nickelodeon. Favorite celebrity pet for Olivia Benson Swift. You think the cat gets to choose where that uh, trophy is displayed in the house? (laughs) I bet so. (laughs) I guess I don't know too much about Benjamin Buttons, the third cat that just got added to the family a few years ago. But I do know that there's Meredith and there's Olivia. And I forget which one has the more outgoing personality, but the other one runs and hides as soon as she brings out the camera. The fact so, that you know all of these. I know. Um, I know. <clears throat> what does that say? I love cats. When you talk about having special pets like her cats that win awards, I keep thinking of you getting a chicken. Please, you got make this the year. I know. Because I know you'd name them something really clever. Probably. I, I had Hannah Baby and I had Mr. Fuzzy Bottoms Aww. as my two cats for a long, long time. So, yeah, they would not have just an ordinary name that was short and easy to say. There's a chicken named Peanut oh. that has now made the Guinness Book of World Records as the oldest living chicken in the world at oh. 20 years has oh. outlived every other chicken on the planet born in the Good spring of 2002 raised from birth by retired librarian Chelsea of course it's a oh. retired librarian with a 20 yeah. year old chicken her owner says peanut is intelligent answers when her name is called mm-hmm. and enjoys watching TV while sitting on the owner's lap oh. <laughs> I love this that's going to be me someday. Marcy is the owner. Her advice for raising a long-living chicken okay. is to make sure they get plenty of exercise and a healthy diet. And then, of course, make sure they don't end up on, in somebody's wings bowl. Right. That would not happen if I had a chicken. But I do know that they make chicken vests and chicken leashes, so you could walk your chicken if you, it doesn't get enough exercise in the yard. But we would be active in my yard. Oh, we, yeah. would, we would play lots of chicken games together. <laughs> oh, yeah. Chicken games. Fetch and, you know, things like that. 
Thanks for listening to the Q102 Morning Shows in case you missed it podcast. Join Tim and Laura weekdays from 6 to 9 or anytime right here on demand.